0: Welcome, everybody, and thank you very much for joining us today. Um, I'm really interested in how this interview with Jodi Cohen is going to go. I didn't really have a lot of questions to ask her because I had a feeling that the two of us will just actually have this lovely flow. And this afternoon, I was thinking about something called uh, the parasympathetic Side of our nervous system. And so, for some of you listening to that word, you may not know what it means, but it's absolutely important to understand that part of yourself for any kind of healing or for aging well, just for being happy. So, we're going to talk about that. But Jody is an expert in essential oils. So, I'd like to welcome my friend Jody Cohen, and we're going to be talking today about not just essential oils and the parasympathetic nervous system, but also her new book. So, Jody, thank you for taking the time. I was just going to ask you to do that. Would you hold up your book, please? Yeah. Essential oils to boost the brain and heal the body. It's very feminine cover, just like you. And really just okay. like essential oils. I mean, when you think about essential oils, it's a very feminine side of ourselves, you know. So can you just, uh, first of all, just tell people, um, who are you and how did you get into this? Um, did you have sort of a funny path that led you to essential oils? So it's a lot of us that are, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of us that are doing things are doing them because we were sort of led to them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I am the wounded healer. I kind of, you know, necessity is the mother of invention, um, First of all, I'm Jody Cohen. I'm the founder of Vibrant Blue Oils. I am the author of the best selling um, Healing with Essential Oils and then my new book, Essential Oils to Boost the Brain and Heal the Body. But I got into essential oils kind of at a rock bottom moment. Uh, My former husband was bipolar, and it became pretty clear that he might die on my watch. And my friends staged an intervention and encouraged me to. Move him to a residential treatment facility, and once I knew he was safe and it wasn't my job to keep him alive, it was like I finally crossed the finish line for you know a ten year marathon, and I was so exhausted I I could barely function. My kids were five and seven. I had a full time job. I was like the Uber volunteer, you know, the great friend, the great daughter, um, and I could barely get out of bed i would wake up with my kids in the morning make them breakfast pack their lunch drive them to school come home crawl back into bed and set the alarm for pickup and i knew enough i'd been practicing nutrition for about three years at that point and was taking all the right supplements and and nothing was helping and i was getting more and more concerned um I am a slow methylator, and when I would tried pharmaceutical drugs in the past, they just made me feel terrible, they never worked. So I knew that wasn't an option, but I didn't really know what to do. And I was very lucky that um, a friend that I'd actually helped, I'd hosted a big event for her. So she was planning to give me this big box of essential oils as a thank you gift anyway. And um, she showed up and said, you know, you have been so high cortisol for so long, Which we know triggers systemic inflammation. I bet your gut is so inflamed that nothing you're ingesting is actually getting properly digested, absorbed, and assimilated. But oils can be used, you can use them topically on the skin, you can smell them. This might help. And I thought, you know, why not? Like, I need help. Something, this is not sustainable. I need to figure something out. Um, So I
0: think that they, a little bottle of oil, there's one of your little oils right here this one is circadian rhythm. Yeah, this one. Well, um, you have really, really cool ones, cool names, great smells. But did you think that where you were, like, after you've done all these things, taking supplements, uh,
1: ate right, that a little model could help you? You know, it, that's a wonderful question. At the time, I was so desperate. I was I, it, it I didn't even I wasn't discerning. It was like, I'll try, I'll try anything. Like, you know, I, I can't, my, my kids need me. I'm a single mom. Suddenly I can't lose my job. I I need to find a way like this is not sustainable. So I was, I think really open hearted. I think that's one of the the weird things about, you know, kind of your rock bottoms are really horrible Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. It's so awful. You can't stay there. So you're much more open-minded and motivated to try things to like, you know, crawl your way out of it.
0: You know, too, I, I feel I've been there myself more than once, by the way. And, you know, I feel like when you reach that place, you're completely spent. You don't know what to do. And there's you're putting up this vibration into the universe, asking for help. So yeah. when something comes your way, of course, you're going to yeah try.
1: No, I, I 100% believe that. I feel very um blessed, you know, like I... I, you know, maybe I, I liked lavender. I didn't. I wouldn't have called myself an expert in oils. I probably was in the same space that you were. That I was like, I don't really get what they do. That's not really my thing. You know, I'm glad other people like it, but it was it was very net neutral. Mm-hmm. And um, when this box showed up in my house, and my friend said that, I thought, well, I know how to muscle test. I know this is my adrenal glands. Like, why not? you know, and I, and I got, I was really surprised because normally I would find one remedy, maybe two. I got five oils and I kept retesting and thinking that can't be right. It needs to be one. And then it occurred to me, oh, wait a minute, they're liquid. I can like combine them, you know, like a mixed drink or something. Mm -hmm. So I was such a, a novice. I literally went in my kitchen and grabbed a shot glass and started oh, wow. testing I know, I know i didn't know what i was doing but i made my first formula it made sense to me i knew the adrenals were the most accessible on the low back kind of a kidney reflex point so that's where i applied it and it was literally like my kidneys turned on you know my adrenals turned on i was like oh look i'm making cortisol i have energy like that, right away so yeah, it was right it was away. really yeah like um there's certain reflex points that it, it's literally like, I, I call it a gear shift. You know, you shift mm-hmm. your biking up the hill in high gear and you're like, oh, this doesn't need to be this hard. You downshift and you're like, okay, I can do this now. And that mm-hmm. was pretty much my experience. And so, so I want to
0: just add a little something here too, because as somebody who's actually at times accomplished things that are really not possible for a little of me to accomplish, you realize it's not you doing it. Like I really am a believer that if you're open and if you're asking the like right questions, information starts coming to you. You know, you think, well, this is an idea I have, but you feel real motivated to actually do it. And then all of a sudden something comes out of it, and that's something that something can end up helping many, many people. So it sounds to me like that's exactly how this all got started.
1: Oh, I get downloads all the time. I don't even claim credit. You're you're absolutely right. It is a higher power that's kind of communicating to you, me. And I think maybe maybe you're right. Like you're more receptive when you're, you know, so down that mm-hmm. you know, why not?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: so um great. Well, you know, a lot you're re- resonating with a lot of people because just the way we live today and the time that we're in that's we can't control the stress around us most of us yeah nobody very few people only once in my entire life of working with many people has anybody said to me when I asked them no I don't have that much stress in my life oh. most people that have actually come to me always say oh yeah it's I've been through this and I've been through that and I've been sick and I've never been well since then or whatever and everybody seems to be under stress and now i worry about our children because they're growing up into a world where they're super sensitive to the stress around them to their parents you know what their parents are feeling um so that's actually something i'd love for to get into is can we use them with children babies oh, yeah. and all too so let's get well, to that but I, yeah you say
1: it first well I, w- I was gonna say you know Kids, once they're two years old, I feel more comfortable with it because when they're Mm -hmm. younger, they're so little and so sensitive. You know, I do sometimes I'll say you can put a drop of the circadian rhythm on a cotton ball and put it in the corner of the crib. But I really I just don't want to overwhelm their little systems. But what you said really resonated because um, one of the things before this rock bottom, when people. You know, would say, "Oh, you're I I like you." You know, I'm a, an overachiever because it kind of brings me validation. You know, like if I'm doing something, I'm, I must be lovable. So mm-hmm. I was always busy, and, and it feels good to do something. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, and so people would say, "Like, oh, you're so stressed," and I would think, "But what? You know, I, I'm not going to stop being a good mom to my children. I'm not going to stop being a good wife or a good daughter or a good friend or a good employee." Like what can I give up? And, and I never could see kind of the way to change my external environment, but with oils, and, and this is actually an, an interesting story. I had been, um, I, I was an athlete my whole life and I loved yoga. And I always mm. wondered like, why do I feel so much better in Shavasana than at the beginning? Like, what is it about yoga that just makes me feel great?
0: Is and that, I, is that, it's a, position at the very
1: end where you're completely yeah relaxing. Okay. yeah it's it's basically yoga activates your parasympathetic nervous system mm-hmm. through the breathing through the posture so for any listener that doesn't know your autonomic nervous system controls your automatic functions it's the operating system for the body and it has different gears when you think you're going to die and in danger that's the fight or flight sympathetic gear versus when the world is safe and you can relax. That's the rest, digest, repair, parasympathetic gear. And I was fascinated with, could I use oils to stimulate this state? And early on, I started noticing that reflex points worked better. Like oil research, you know, they're really looking at how do you get oils into the blood? So when you inhale things, um, you know, the skin in the nasal passageway is thinner. So it gets into the capillaries faster. It also passes through the cribriform plate and gets into the brain. So that's known to be a fast way. When they were looking at topical application, they were like, oh, it only works topically. Like, you know, you um, hurt your back. So you put a cream on your back. It helps your back, but it isn't necessarily helping your big toe. And so they kind of dismissed topical application because it wasn't getting into the bloodstream. But what I realized is You can use stimulatory oils. Like I like clove and lime because clove is super stimulatory. Lime has really small molecules. So it gets into the skin quickly. It's almost like an acupuncture needle. And you can use those in different places to kind of balance the organ systems and have a body-wide effect. So with, um, with that in mind, I kept thinking if I can activate my parasympathetic nervous system, my safety system, then it doesn't really matter. You know, like my everything around me can feel stressful, but I can be that calm in the face of the storm. And so what was a big aha moment, there was actually a um, a researcher out of New York named Kevin Tracy, who was doing kind of electrical implant devices kind of right behind the earlobe um, on that bone, the mastoid bone because that's where your vagus nerve is the most accessible to the surface. So if you're looking for a reflex point to affect it, that's a good one. There are two acupuncture points in that area. Mm -hmm. Um, And I realized, oh my goodness, this probe was getting approved by the FDA for migraines, depression, epilepsy. And I was like, wow, that seems to be the right point to try to stimulate parasympathetic And at first I thought, oh, it's relaxing. It should be a relaxing oil like lavender or chamomile. But to your point about the downloads, then somehow I saw stimulatory and I thought, wait, like it was full download clove clove is your answer. But clove takes about 30 minutes to get through the skin. Lime, on the other hand, much faster. So what's cool about combining oils, it's kind of like, you know, your friends that like maybe the um, one spouse is really brilliant and the other spouse is really kind, you know, and they have kids and they have a brilliant, kind kid. You know, when you combine them, you get the best of both. So Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, boom, you're activating your vagus nerve. You're feeling parasympathetic. The car cuts you off in traffic and it doesn't matter. You're good. You know, the -hmm. next day, if you're not parasympathetic, four letter words might fly out of your mouth. But in that moment, the world is crazy around you and you still feel calm.
0: That's really important. Um, So I want to back up a little bit and just talk a little bit about some words that you've been using. And I'm going to ask you as a favor to stop using parasympathetic and sympathetic because personally myself, I, I feel it's probably there's a lot of other people like me. When I kept hearing about, Autonomic nervous system and parasympathetic and sympathetic. I had so much trouble remembering which one was which. Sorry, sorry. Stressed and calm. (laughs) No, so could we, for everybody, for my sake at least, um, start using rest and digest instead of parasympathetic and uh, fight or flight for sympathetic. Because honestly, those two terms, that's not your fault this is medicine, you know, they come up with the most complicated terms. Like maybe they don't really want other people to understand medicine, but I've always tried to try to help people understand, you know, these complicated terms so we can make use of them. So if you don't mind for those of us, that's actually, no, that's really good. That's
1: really good (laughs) feedback. You want to get yourself out of fight or flight
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because when you're in fight or flight, um, Certain survival aspects of your physiology are prioritized, um, and others are kind of down regulated. Like
0: digestion, trying to eat yeah. when you're in a fight or flight mode. Uh, everything yeah. shuts down,
1: everything yeah. takes a back burner. Yeah.
0: Hormones, everything to getting out of that danger.
1: Yes. And even, you know, your ability to connect with other people and concentrate. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's interesting. This is a good trick. Um, when you're in fight or flight, your pupils, the black part of your eyes get really big, so that you can take in kind of the information you need to survive. But anything like if you're trying to have a meaningful conversation with someone, and you see their pupils are really big dilated, they can't hear you. They are so focused on survival, Mm -hmm. that they, they can't even pick what they want for dinner. Yeah, the
0: brain absolutely goes on. uh, It just isn't going to function right anymore. And you become very spacey, very ADD. People would say dyslexic or whatever. The brain just isn't working because everything is about getting you out of that dangerous situation, which today is very, very often. But, you know, I always hear about primitive man as if it was different. I mean, I think it was different, but I think survival was always hard for all of us, all of our ancestors, you know, just being able to get food for your next meal or food to sustain yourself through a long winter. Uh, it, I don't think it's ever been really, really easy for that many people on the planet. So what I stress today is different. And um, we have tools today, actually, that they certainly wouldn't have had during primitive times, I guess this is one yeah. of them. So, but another thing too, I'd like to help people have a little more clarity around cortisol. So, what happens when you're running away from danger? Your cortisol shoots way up. That's a hormone, and uh, your and then with it goes your blood sugar to give you the energy into the cells to run away from the danger. Uh, so, uh, it's if it stays up all the time is the fastest, fast track to aging. Your hair will turn gray. Your skin will sag. Your brain will go. Nothing will work right. Your digestion doesn't work right. So you're not absorbing nutrients. So cortisol is an essential hormone. Um, you know, um, I've heard uh, Dr. Carrie Jones, who is a great speaker for Dutch, the 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 great this um, hormone tests where you're testing in saliva. If you can find um, a podcast that she does talking about the cortisol awakening response, cortisol is critical in the morning, that it be, uh, it helps you wake up and it helps you get going. But it's when it's out of balance at the wrong times of the day, like at bedtime, that it's really, really a problem. So um, I'd like for people to have just a little bit of background knowledge if they're uh, really not real knowledgeable about this topic. And um, you actually did a parasympathetic summit, and you invited me to be on it. And I remember getting the email from you, and I'm thinking, "Uh, parasympathetic... Which one is that one? I mean, even after all these years, I have to stop and think twice to use those terms. But yeah. I, I've always been one, since then, I've always kind of wondered when the summit was over with. It was a fantastic summit. Anybody listening should go look it up because they can still purchase it. But what, what was your takeaway? Like after interviewing all these so-called experts, um, what did you finally sort of come away with where you said, uh, this is this is the main point, the most help that, uh, that came out of my doing the summit. Cause the summit's a lot of work, by the way.
1: Yeah. There's yeah. That's a wonderful question. It's funny. I actually compiled my 25 favorite tips as a free gift. It's a uh, oh, boost the gift. Because what I realized is you know, it's kind of like um, that ice cream store, Baskin Robbins, there's 30 flavors and not everyone likes the same flavor. So, I think oils, you know, applying oils behind the ear on the mastoid point, that's the easiest way for me to access parasympathetic. But for mm-hmm. other people, it's a gratitude practice. You know, it's thinking about something that you're grateful for and you feel better immediately. That's um, mine. I have to yeah. it. it is a practice. Because yeah.
0: you're upset and your brain's not working to remember Okay, but look at all the things I still am grateful for. It is the practice, but but Jenny, you also used it. You mentioned vagus nerve that this is a connecting point that that's very important. Yeah, what's so important about the vagus nerve? What is the vagus nerve for people that don't know
1: that? The vagus nerve is really the information highway that connects the brain to the body and the body to the brain. So all of the messages like you're hungry you're full, your immune system needs to turn on, it's time to detoxify, it's time to sleep. All of that is kind of traveling back and forth. And what happens sometimes is if there's like a a minor infection, those messages don't get through as quickly. Like think of, um, you know, a traffic accident that maybe blocks both lanes, all of a sudden the traffic doesn't move as quickly. So the more you can um, do things that kind of turn it on. And that can be deep breathing. It can be um, gargling or using a tongue depressor. It can be laughing, it can be singing or chanting. All of these things, it's a very long nerve. It touches um, most of your organs, your, your lungs, your heart, your stomach, your gallbladder your um, pancreas, your intestines. So the more you kind of use it, the more it actually helps you um, turn on your rest and digest state. So that's why those deep breathing practices activate it, you know, laughing with people, smiling even, making eye contact. All of these kind of heart connection things help to make you feel safe. And make you feel like you can rest and digest, and there is not some kind of emergency that you need to focus on, and you know um, that that can feel like a, a threat or overwhelming.
0: Well, Jody, it's um. Almost spring. I'm in Charleston, and there's lots of signs that springs are coming. And this is actually the time of the year when the body naturally starts detoxifying. Actually, toward the end of February, so we're in already a detox time. You know, our bodies are programmed to live by the sun, uh, and and so and by the seasons. So here we are in detox time. So my question is. How can you use essential oils for supporting detoxification and drainage?
1: Yeah, that's a wonderful question. I think drainage, I mean, I know you talk about it, but it's one of those things that people don't think about. You know, they they think, oh, we're going to, you know, eat a clean diet and the cells will let go of the toxins, but they don't necessarily think of how are we going to shepherd the toxins out of the body. Mm -hmm. So. If, if this is too complicated, break it down with me, but the toxins go from the cell to the lymph, to the blood, to the liver, to the gallbladder, to the gut, to the toilet. I mean, any step along that process, if there's kind of a, a bottleneck or congestion or stagnation, it doesn't flow as smoothly. And, and, can, and there always will be.
0: It's just yes. for lots of reasons with cortisol is high as we age and there's more DNA damage, uh, many reasons. I, I think uh, if you look at the genes, which is one of my favorite things to do, there are quite a few genes in the body that um, are indicating the person doesn't detoxify very well. Exactly. And people will have gut problems that, um, uh, you know, they're constipated all their life maybe, so they're not eliminating. Even if they are eliminating, there's plenty of... Um, uh, like people with diarrhea, for example, they think, well, I'm eliminating, but uh, diarrhea is actually a form of constipation. And so the cells, um, if they get a signal that those toxins aren't leaving, they end up keeping them. Yes. And so then they die, basically. They, they, they're, they're poisoned, basically, the d- DNA mm-hmm. inside the cell, the mitochondria inside the cell, they, they, the cell dies. So this is a really important topic. I really would like to go more, but do you mind going through that pathway again? So the cell is holding onto a toxin. The toxin comes out into the bloodstream. It gets carried to the liver. The liver puts it into the, uh, makes bile and processes those toxins, but ultimately wants to get rid of them, obviously. So it puts them in the bile. The gallbladder holds onto them for a little while until you eat. It, um The bile drops into the small intestine, mixes with the fats and stimulates peristaltic movement. And then that food or those toxins go to the, from the small intestine to the large intestine and are supposed to leave in 12, 18 hours, maybe 18 at the most, and they don't. So exactly. um, we really do have to assist our body in detoxing. So, you know, th- this really surprised me when you told me that You could use oils to help with detoxification. So how how do you do that? Well, which oils?
1: Yeah. So one of the biggest problems our lymphatic system, you know, which carries the toxins from the cells to the blood. It doesn't move by itself. That's why movement, walking, any kind of exercise helps. Yeah, bouncing, bouncing. Really, really good. Dry brushing, oils, especially mint oils, or if you combine the lymph is kind of a one-way street and it's supposed to flow, you know, when it's leaving the body downward. So you can combine a mint with like um, a rooted oil like vetiver, so it pulls it down. That's one way to help. The liver, as you pointed out, your genes, if your phase one detoxification is really good, but your SNPs are complicate phase two, You know, there are oils that can kind of help optimize phase two movement so that things actually process through the liver. The gallbladder, the bile can get really viscous, and that can be a really stuck point. You can use um, oils like black homin or Roman chamomile that can help both kind of give the gallbladder more vitality, but also help thin the bile, you know, bowel movements. I was going to say, can you use them topically or... I I, I like topically because I think that's more efficient. I like
0: topically. You know, people are taking it internally too. It is very, very high in oxalates for people that don't know that and are oxalate sensitive. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. But um, it's got amazing, um, all the great things it does. It's amazing. So I just wondered if you could
1: uh, actually put it on your skin and bypass the digestion. So that's what uh, I do. It might be good. And I use, you know, for um, acupuncture, there's so many amazing gallbladder points. Like that's really an easy one because the gallbladder channel, you can put it right over the gallbladder. You can use gallbladder points kind of on your um, feet. Uh, That's one thing I share a lot of in the book. So there are lots of ways that you can avoid digestion, especially if you have any sensitivities and still get the benefit of the plant. So in the book, you're going
0: into especially the first book, um, you're covering the gall- uh, the acupuncture points for each of the organ systems. And
1: I, sh- yeah, I show them on the bottom of the feed. And then on my website, I kind of get into more like for digestion, for focus, for detox. I feel like acupuncture points are a good workaround, mm-hmm. especially for, you know, you mentioned in the beginning when you're really sensitive, the more sensitive you are, the more gentle I try to be.
0: Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people, by the way, today. Yeah. But what about, okay, so we touched on detox and drainage, getting stimulating the toxins to leave. Yeah. But what about sleep? That's the other huge, huge problem. And, you know, I have a, obviously, I believe diet's important. Spent my yeah. whole life studying food and helping people be on diets that work for them. But um, honestly, I think that managing stress, um, calming down the nervous system so you're calm, and getting a good night's sleep, which you can't do unless you calm the stress down and the chatter in your mind, those supersede diet. And one of our seven principles, uh, well, in body ecology, it's based on seven principles, but one of them is step-by-step. And so where, where do you begin when you're trying to get well? Well, um, the first thing is you've actually got to create energy. And obviously yeah. food is going yeah. to energy, but it's also managing the erratic energy that you have. Yeah. The high levels of cortisol. So we, we talked about that. That's really important to, to put that into play. And um, then you want to also correct digestion. You want to conquer infections in your body and the inflammation that they bring. And you want to cleanse out the toxins. So we touched a little bit on cleansing out the toxins, but um, in the stress part, but what about um sleep so that you can Really repair yourself. I mean, sleep is how the body uh, cleanses and repairs itself, basically.
1: Yeah. Well, I loved that you gave that wonderful explanation of cortisol early on. So the sleep hormone is melatonin, and that works in tandem with the stress hormone cortisol. You know, ideally, your your energy, your stress hormone cortisol is high in the morning, and then as the day tapers on, it gets lower. And that allows melatonin to kind of, they, they work in tandem like a teeter-totter. You know, if you're high in cortisol, melatonin is low. If you're high in melatonin, cortisol is low. And it's um, the pineal gland uh, right in the middle of the brain that releases the sleep hormone melatonin in response to darkness. And so oils can help the pineal gland Both kind of, you know, sometimes the fluoride in the water, the aluminum and the glyphosate in the air, it can kind of um, almost pollute the pineal gland. It's called pineal calcification. Mm -hmm. So oils can be used to help break up that stagnation, unravel the problem, help to naturally release melatonin, which then forces cortisol levels down so that you're able to fall asleep.
0: One of the oils is called circadian rhythm yeah. and the instructions are
1: uh, to put it uh, on your ear and uh, above top. your, above your ear, the skin above your ear is really, really thin mm-hmm. and that's level. So not on your ear. If you kind of trace up above your ear, just right there. Okay. But definitely below, you can't just dab it on your
0: hair. You got to go yeah. down to the yeah. scalp. Yeah. And then how about one another spot you said is the top of the head. Yes. Same thing. You've got to like, part the hair and gets right down to the scalp and put it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I love smelling it. It smells great. It could be a perfume.
1: Oh, Um, thank
0: you. It just smells so clean and fresh and everything. So that's what this one is circadian rhythm. But, um, I also have adrenal, I have lymph and I have parasympathetic, which we will call rest and digest, but yeah. um, anyway, so, um, how did you come up with these formulas? Like, was it
1: kind of just a download or did you also, yeah, it was, or it was, it, well, it's a combination. So I get a direct download and then I go and reverse engineer and research. Like that's weird. Why would that one work? And it, it always makes sense. And then it's kind of tweaking the formulas. like for anyone who cooks, you know, you find the recipe, you know, a friend gives it to you, but then you kind of customize it, maybe you add some additional spices. Mm-hmm. So I would tweak it. And I have kind of my own little uh, coterie of practitioners that I have test things for me and help refine. They, they can also muscle test and kind of drill down. Oh, do we need more sandalwood, you know, more wintergreen? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm constantly refining things, um, but that's how I do it.
0: You know, I've seen um, charts where people, uh, r- certain oils are recommended for your astrology chart. Oh, interesting. And, yeah, you've, you've probably haven't, it's probably not right, but I think I'm, uh, so I'm a December uh, Sagittarius, but I'm supposed to be sandalwood and I, I don't like sandalwood, so.
1: You know what, why that probably is, is because you're fire. And so they're mm-hmm. probably trying to ground you with earth.
0: Ah, oh, that's interesting.
1: So it could, it could be probably any you know like mm-hmm. spruce is a really good one cedar wood you know any kind of grounding woody plant. Mm-hmm.
0: And if people are sensitive to say pine, yeah, uh, what if they and somehow they're eating it like pine nut oil or pine seed extract or something and they react to that? Do they usually also react if you put it on your skin or do you think that's just taking it internally?
1: I think it, it, um, I have found so much of variety. It's not a one size fits all that. I just say, if you have any concern, just don't use it. You know, we can, we can find a different way to replace it. Cause mm-hmm. why, why tempt fade?
0: Well, um, so, oh my gosh, there's a, I guess the last question, cause I could talk, I could ask you a million questions now that I'm finally into essential oils, I have a million questions, but, um couple of things first of all there's perfume which people really were into for a long time I and like many many people get sick would go into those through the department store where the perfume was literally my eyes would you know I just felt bad basically so I've always stayed away from perfumes but that's why essential oils I thought were kind of a wonderful substitute are they and is there a way to wear them where they can last longer because perfumes last a long time
1: Yeah. Yeah. It depends where you put them. I mean, the pulse points like the wrists and behind the ears where people apply perfume Mm
0: -hmm. that
1: tends to get into the skin more quickly. Um, You know, you can put it, some people put it kind of on a a cotton ball and put it either in their bra or in a pocket. So Mm -hmm. it diffuses out. If you wanted to kind of make it into a spray, you know, oil and water doesn't mix. So you would use like witch hazel or vodka or high grain alcohol and you can spray it, and that lasts longer. You can use that mm-hmm. for linen sprays too.
0: Oh, great. That sounds good. And then my last question, I promise, is quality. Like there's a lot of companies out there selling these essential oils. And I um I don't know which one to buy, you know. So often won't we'll buy any of them. Yeah. And then when I met you and began using them and smelled how fresh and clean and pure and Real, they seemed um, that I wouldn't just go in the store and buy them. So, what does a person look for when they uh, when they're buying them and starting to collect them?
1: Yeah, I think uh, you know fear-based marketing. I think is paralyzing. So, what I say is, if you can find it organic, you know, buy organic because they're the concentrated essences of plants. And if they're concentrating pesticides, you don't necessarily want that. Um, but after that, trust your sense of smell. You know, I've, I've heard people say like, oh, if it smells awful, you, sh- you need it. I'm like, no, would you ever eat anything that smelled awful? Trust mm. your intuition. You know, I often find I, I crave a hamburger when I need iron. I crave chocolate when I need magnesium, mm. when orange smells good to me, you know, just trust yourself. And, and really, you know, I have the same response in the mall with the candle stores with kind of the fake fragrance. I think most people can tell you know, so I, I wouldn't be so worried, you know, organic is ideal. All of our oils are organic, but if you can't find that, just, you know, trust your nose.
0: Well, the people can order them from you and, yeah. and that is a trusted source. You said something, I think it's really kind of important too that I wanted to point out, leave people with this thought is that um, for people that are super sensitive to the environment, um, and as they get healthier and you start to eliminate all the junk, and you know, clean up the world around you, our bodies become very sensitive and they talk to us. So a lot of times, let's say you eat something and then your nose runs a little bit. You think that's my body saying that wasn't the best food for me, at least right now, not at this time. So, um. I like what you just said. And I'd like for people to really think about that and practice that is, you know, get quiet and still and listen to how your body actually speaks to you because there is such a thing as body talk. Um, So the the cleaner you get, the more sensitive you become and yet the better your intuition comes. And then you also, i absolutely positive, start to draw in the solutions you need for getting well. And that's exactly what happened to you going back to the very beginning of our talk here. Yeah. Uh, you were kind of at the very, you were empty and still <laughs> and didn't know where to go next. And that's when the answers came. So that's a really yeah. good thought. And it's that's it's really the, surrender.
1: Yeah. You know, you're like, I, I, I'm stuck, help. Ask for help and be mm-hmm. open to what you hear. And, you know, somehow in saying all that, it feels
0: like oils, essential oils they're in that same category, like high vibration, you know, they're really special. So thank you very much for educating us with the books. Thank you. They're they're great books. They're um, really well organized and very good for somebody who is new to this. Uh, So I highly recommend it and thank you for the effort you've done all the way around from the summit
1: to the books you've written. Thank you for your work. Oh, and thank you, You're, you're amazing. Brilliant. I thank you for your time. Oh,
0: love doing it. And I hope this message gets out to a lot of people. I'd like to ask everyone listening, if you know somebody that you know, will be helped uh, by what you heard, like anxiety, depression, sleep problems, uh, just being able to calm the stress down in their life. And even babies after the age of three or so, um, you know, to, you know buy the book
1: and buy an oil along with it too so Joni, how do people find you um well they can buy boost the brain or essential oils to boost the brain and heal the body any more books are sold and my website is vibrantblueoils.com and we thanks. answer all emails if you want to email us at info at vibrantblueoils.com great thank you so
0: much thank you thanks for having me